Alright, um, dude, so if my, if I go offline from freaking Skype, um, it's because my shithouse router has been ejected from the internet. Um, the goddamn storm that's going at the moment is gonna, like, hit the house and rape everything I own, so, yeah, if I'm offline, I'll pause the podcast and we'll get back into it, okay, after I've set my router. Anyway, no, we're recording, no so, worries. um, hi everyone, um, this is... What is essentially the first internet superheroes podcast? It's actually um, the second, but I made the yeah. first one too racist. So. Yeah, like we. My idea was to have topics of um, crazy internet shiz um, that, that we've both found. So the, the topic for the original podcast, which was recorded, um, was basically the two topics I chose were these things in Japan. There was this um, this restaurant that had monkey waiters that uh, had. They put face masks on them, and it looked really creepy. And where was um, where was that restaurant? Somewhere in Japan, dude. Was it in Tokyo? I don't know. I assume it was. I, I assume they're pretty much covered in water by now. Um, yeah. I hope they taught the monkeys to swim. Otherwise, they'd probably um, lost a slice of their business. So we just had our first technical fault um, due to the freaking iPod headphones that have like a little mic in them. See, I have these mad ass headphones that cost me like four hundred dollars, but um. They're pretty useless uh, for recording because I have to use one ear. Otherwise, I hear myself back at me and it sounds disgusting. So, um, yeah, yeah, I use these these iPhone ones and, yeah, the microphone interfered. Anyway, so we are talking about the um, racism of last episode. Um, so we talked about these uncontacted tribes and these monkey waiters and then it just got into, like, some supreme racism, dog, you know? <laughs> Alright, yeah. So, supreme racism um, occurred, and that's why... You're not I like to call it white supremacy. Well, okay. Um, I, dude, I really, really want to send this, uh, this episode out to the public, so let's let's not go down that road again. Let's just not do that. Um, Can't promise you that's going to happen, man, but I do my best. Alright, cool. Well, yeah, I mean, um, it's not just good, it's good enough, is the slogan for the podcast, so... We'll roll with that. Um, anyway, so I may or may not release that, like the episode zero, out to the public at some point. But you know, we gotta have to, we kind of have to build a fan base before we, um, before we start what is essentially like a, the KKK with lols. Um, but yeah, so in this case, the KKK stands for Cool Kids Club. There's no fucking hatred here. It's just funny. Yeah, it's funny hatred. Um, not funny. I'm not. I don't hate them. I just think they're. You know, okay, no, we're going down that road again. Yeah, yeah, it's happening again. It's really going to happen a lot. Um, maybe we should get, like, a, a, ra- a racism sound, like an alert um, that I can install. But anyway, um, all right, so what have you been doing this week, man? Um, tell us. Tell us about that, the terrible game you're playing at the moment. Oh, um, I've been playing this game. Many of you may be familiar with it. It's a series now, Dragon Age. Just got the sequel. And my advice to you at the moment, I've, I'm about 20 hours in. Fucking hell. Don't buy it. Uh, especially if you really liked the first one. Yeah, this man. This one... The, I, played, the, I played the demo for like five minutes. And I have to say, like, I would... Almost every time, every every time I had this choice, I would definitely, definitely rather wipe my ass with the corner edge of a brick for the rest of my life than play that demo. Yeah, well, the demo doesn't really do it justice, but it's not that much greater than that, to be honest. Like, I'm not saying it's a bad game, but it's, it had big shoes to fill, and it didn't quite manage to do that. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. Saying, I'm saying it's a bad game. 
and you shouldn't buy it. You know what you should play? You should play Mass Effect 2 because that game's great. That game is good. It's similar, like, sort of progression in terms of the series to Dragon Age 2, but Mass Effect 2 is just a better overall game. Like, it's still stupider than Mass Effect 1, which seems to be a um, it's, trend yeah, by following. I think it does have a better, a better story, maybe. I don't know. I haven't finished it yet, but, um, I mean, I should have. I've had, I, I've had the game for a year, but um, when I found out it was coming up, coming out on the PlayStation, I stopped playing the Xbox version and um, waited for the PS1. Um, oh, anyway, talk, back to Dragon Age. Dude, I found this thing the other day on the internet, as usual. Um, basically, some guy on the... Uh, on the he, was ta- he was posting on the um, EA forums about Dragon Age, and they banned his account, so he couldn't play um, any of the... He couldn't download any of the Dragon Age content um, like for, for the game. And the reason why was because, and I'll get it up right now. Um, oh wow, I seem to have lost that page. That's great. This is gonna take. This is gonna be dead air for like probably thirty seconds or so. Um, I'm gonna talk about some of the the good things about Dragon Age in the meantime. Okay. Yeah, you go nuts. Go. Go. Uh, okay. So there's some. Actually, there's no cool features. It's exactly the same as the new game. I mean, sorry, the old game. The new game is the same as the old game. Is that, yeah. that, that works for everyone there? Everyone's cool with that? Thanks, guys. Thanks for answering. If you did answer that and you're on a bus, um, fucking wow. You're, you're like the fucking guy that was sitting next to me on my way home. What? what actually, this is really off topic. But the best thing happened to me when I was coming home from work yeah. last night. All right. I was listening to my fucking iPod. I was listening to some Converge or something. Yeah, yeah. And it was pretty loud. Yeah. And the guy next to me taps me on the shoulder and goes, can you turn that off, please? And I was like, oh, yeah, what the hell? I guess it was pretty loud. So I just turn it down. And he's like, no, turn it off. I want to talk to you. (laughs) What do you want to talk to you about? I don't know. I immediately just put them back in. And just pretended no, no, no. he wasn't there for the rest of the bus trip, and he's just, he was—he wasn't happy. <laughs> but, um, How, what did the guy look like? Did he smell? What did he smell like? Did you give it? Did you sniff him? Uh, he smelled—he smelled a little musky, I guess. Well, but, yeah. I mean, when when, but, when he asked you to turn turn your headphones off so you could talk to him, did you say, ah, "No, thank you. I'll pass on that." But I I would like a sniff. I would like to breathe your musk, um, catch your notes, if you will. I didn't say anything. I wasn't risking opening my mouth. What, do you think he might have stuffed something in it? Yeah. No. I think a whole host of terrible things could have happened. Yeah, I know. That's, that's kind of... As soon as you open your mouth, and that's kind of the downfall um, yeah. of, of, for the rest of whatever your bus ride's going to entail. Yeah, um, it's kind of like... It's pretty much a key way to uh, avoid AIDS. Just sit tight and keep your mouth shut. <laughs> yeah, you cross your legs as well. Cross your legs. You always have to cross your legs. Yeah, that that was hate filled. I'm sorry, everyone. I just I just think things like this are funny for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, Something wrong with me, you guys. We have but a they are. Um, They're thoroughly hilarious to me. By the way, we have to talk about a name. So this is the Internet Superheroes podcast. Um, I just we should probably get out of the way that we actually have no affiliation with um, 4chan or any of that because that's both the birth and the pit of the internet. Um, yeah, but we kind of I kind of do know a few people on 4chan, but you know. No, no one like major. Okay, yeah. Well, we're not we're not going to be um, we're not going to be broadcasting the four chan memes or anything because you know, um, admittedly we did we did lose an episode to racism um, last time I recorded, but you know we don't want that to happen every episode, so we'll stay away from that. Uh, oh yeah, and I, I shaved my head this week. 
um, as well. Here comes the racism again. Yeah, but you did it for a noble cause. I don't know if they have this all over the world, but yeah, um, shave for a cure. Max decided. Oh shit! I use your real name. Is that all right? Are we allowed to do that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Max, and this is Ed. By the way, I should probably introduce ourselves. Um, I go by the title Breakdance Commander. So Breakdance Commander Max, and um, this is Ed. I don't really have a cool title or anything, but yeah. um, I guess that is what makes me cool. I'm so cool that like I don't be cool. It's kind of I'm really fucking the system, basically. You guys, yeah. you guys don't know what to think. You don't know what to expect. Yeah, no, 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 not even low expectations for Ed. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, if if you're listening to the podcast, you know who I am because I'll be broadcasting on all my channels. On my, um, I'll definitely be posting the iTunes link on my blog, MDLC, um, which I'll put in somewhere um, how to get to it, and my Twitter. Um, Ed, do you want to broadcast this anywhere? Mm, I mean, you don't no. have any social channels, do you? You just live in a box that has the internet connected to it, and you come out. And yeah, I just play Dragon Age all day. Yeah, exactly. All right. Um, so yeah, I got my head shaved um, for leukemia. He's very big supporter of leukemia, is Max. Yeah, I love leukemia. <laughs> the most hilarious disease. <laughs> it's really, really funny. Like um, when your kid has leukemia and they're dying in a bed, and you laugh at them. Yeah, blood cancer. It's just goddamn. <laughs> It's pretty hilarious, um, but no, it's not not at all. Seriously, I raised one hundred and forty dollars for this thing, and I'm, I'm a serious person now. Um, but yeah, anyway, no, so- I, I do feel really sad for all the kids. You know, you get that, and all, everyone that gets it really, not just kids, like even blacks. <laughs> what? I didn't laugh at that. Um, anyway, so moving right along from where, from where we derail. Um, so basically, I remember I said to you the other day that when I got my head shaved, um, to the point of like my head. I look like a cast member from American History X at the moment. Anyway, um, so I said that I'd go in and instead of actually, because everyone in Australia knows what Shave for a Cure is, um, people from other countries who are listening to It's me, not what your mom does. No, it's not. It's not what your mom does at all. Um, that whore. Anyway, um, so I was going to, I was going to, someone would, would, would say, oh, you're doing Shave for a Cure. And, and I'd be like, yeah, I'm supporting um, so-and-so charity. But um, I mean, it's always it's a cha- it's a leukemia thing, leukemia foundation. But um, I, I was gonna just make up something and then go with it from there. But okay, so what happened, dude? Was I got I got into this place and I'm I'm I have my story prepared. I'm ready to go. Like as soon as they say, "Oh, you're doing Shafer Cure," I'm like, "Yeah, I'm um supporting the Daniel Morcom Foundation. Um, <laughs> he's really, really he's he well he's either abducted and murdered or he's really good at hiding." He's so world cool. champion hide and seek player. Yeah, I know, right? He's fucking great. Still haven't found him. He's like, he's like hiding in the bushes, going back to his mum's house to get little sips of orange juice and stuff to keep his energy up. Um, but yeah, he hasn't been found. Um, one day, one day. But anyway, um, so I get in and I sit down and I have the store prepared, ready to unleash it to this whoever's cutting my hair, the hairdress wench. Um, what do you, what do you call a hairdresser? It's not a hairdresser anymore. Um, there should be a technical term for it. Ed? I can't really think of one right now. Like, um, fucking goddamn clipper technician. <laughs> clipper technician, yeah, okay. So the clipper technician comes over and I tell her how, how my um, hair buzzed off, how I want it to be ravaged and shaved from my head. And she kind of just gives me this mad look, yo. She's like, 
I don't know what you're saying, man. It's, I mean, it's all coming out at me. And I'm like, I'm speaking perfect English, goddammit. Get back to your country. And it turns out she was from um, the Ukraine. And she's been here for like a week and a half. And yeah, so I immediately stopped giving her any kind of conversation other than um, talking about Europe. So I couldn't really pull that off, which pisses me off because I really wanted to bullshit a hairdresser. Sorry, a hair technician. Sorry, sorry. Hair technician, yeah. Well, that's... I don't know, man. Ukrainian hairdresser, like... Yeah. Um, anyway. I'm going to so, Google Ukrainian haircuts right now. I'll, t- I'll tell everyone else at home whether it's worth doing. <laughs> we'll turn safe, um, safe search off. It's, uh, it's, like, it's like constantly I feel like, off. I feel like a Ukrainian haircut is some kind of like gang, um, a gang hit or something where um, they like shave you, they scalp you, essentially. Sounds like a sexual move. I've got Iranian haircut. Well, there you go. No, that's that's another thing. Where you know you have the legs, you got to have a mirror to do it. Um, but it's totally different to a Ukrainian haircut. Yeah, no, this probably isn't really worth um, well, googling. No, well, There's well, a guy we... with like sort of different coloured men shaved into his head. Oh, well, that's cool and all, but that's not the Ukrainian haircut requires a tire swing and a run up to do. Um, it's only for the pros. So, Here's know. something interesting. Oh, cool. Yeah, go. Uh, you know Iran, cool place. You know they have an um. They they just look they look after their people, man. They've got their people's interests best at heart. Yeah, I know. It's yeah. basically well, basically I didn't I didn't realise they did this, but apparently they've banned a few things over there, including Western style haircuts. Western style haircuts. Yep. So okay, well, um what's what's a Western style haircut? So they can't have mohawks? Can they have faux hawks? I don't know, man. I guess they just allowed like well. sort of traditional do you think there's? Do you think there's like one like a Iranian um, just running around screaming, screaming, "No, my dreads!" I, I like the liberty for their dreads. They have protests and stuff. I hope so. I just hope so. I don't know how are they going to enforce this in a chick that's covered in a burqa anyway. I mean, honestly, she could have a fucking mohawk and they wouldn't know. What a stupid law! It has to be enforceable to work. Fuck! I hate that country. Like, no, sorry, that, that's not racism. That's like that's just that's just political hatred right there. Yeah, that's just like god so damn it. Just give your people line. give people freedom, god damn it. You know. Yeah. Even mm. even the blacks. Anyway, so speaking of being banned from somewhere, okay, I found this Dragon Age story again. So basically this guy was on um he was on the EA forums talking about Dragon Age two and he said he said, Have you sold your souls to the EA devil? Um, is what he said. And for that reason they what what are they doing? Um Alright, so, so they gave him a 72-hour suspension and then denied him the access to the DLC for the Dragon Age 2. Um, like, forever. For, for saying that one thing on a forum. Well, it seems fair. I mean, like, come on. Because, like, uh, EA go to a lot of trouble to pay their Gestapo members to, yeah. you know, take care of kids like that. And, you know, they, they let him off easy, really. I mean, like, you can still get into Auschwitz. I've been there. Yeah. I like mean, any, you know, maybe maybe that's where these kids should end up. You know, they're flaming these perfectly reasonable people that are just like that are, they're completely making, that are destroying great games like Medal of Honor, which which is a great, fantastic game. Oh god, I love that game. I'm so happy I spent money on that. You know. Yeah. How, how good are the bullets in that game? Everything about that game is good. I think the characters and the bullets and the. What's um... your favorite part? Is is your favorite part the part where they fist bump? Is that your favorite part? My favorite part was where I couldn't install it the first time because I didn't have enough disk space. That was like, really, that was probably the best thing that happened to me regarding that game. Oh, did you, yeah, did you have fun when you started off the internet? Was that fun? 
Uh, let's not go there. Um, so, you know, my favorite bit of that game is when you shoot dudes, and you shoot them in the head, and you shoot the dudes, and you get guns, and you shoot dudes again. Hey, by the way, if that kid, by, like, some coincidence, is listening to this... Yeah, which he won't be, but anyway. Um, just download the fuck out of that game now. Download the fuck out of every Bioware game, because you can get all of the DLC for free then, anyway. I mean, I just want to say this to the goddamn EA and everyone, like, if you build a game, and you've got DLC, right... Yeah. And that DLC yeah. costs money to buy. Uh, everyone that's downloaded that game is already in an advantage because they get the game before everyone else does. They get it for free, which is a pretty big one, really. That's and then they don't have to pay money for the extra content later. I mean, like, I know you're probably going to, like, ban my account now or whatever, but I don't give a fuck because if you do that, I'm just going to download the shit out of your game, so fuck you. Yeah, what we should do is, like, if they do ban your account, we'll download the game. And then we'll burn it to a disc, and then we'll take a shit on the disc, and then we'll send a disc to the air. Sound yeah, good? I don't know. I really don't understand their logic there, hey. Like, I understand, like, it's obviously a controversial issue. Everything on the internet is. Yeah. But, um, like, just don't, don't be stupid. Yeah, like, I mean, a single-player game. Why are you banning people? It's a sing- As soon as you release a single-player game on the PC, you know, what, you know how, how people are getting it? Do you know, do you know how? They um they go on a, they go on Demonoid and they type in Dragon Age Two, and then they click download and then it goes on their uTorrent and then it downloads over like a day and then they play it without not even not even a day. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, bet yeah. you you can get it in a few hours now. Like depending on what country you live in, that sort of stuff. You can probably get it in seconds. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure about that. Depends who your dad is. If your dad is like Obama or something, then I'd say you probably get a decent internet connection. Yeah, maybe. But, um, but, um, yeah, so that shit was retarded. Um, but anyway, let's talk about the other link that I sent you before, the one about the, um, the Batman Love Cave in Korea, I, I want to say. Korea. I, I think, I think it's in Taiwan. Look. Okay, well, oh, it's in Taiwan, yep. Racism. Yeah, well, Taiwan's not a real country, so let's just say it's in Korea. No, yeah, it's just, see, Taiwan's just a province of Thailand. Um, I've decided. You know, chances are that your country actually doesn't recognize Taiwan as a real country. So if you consider me to be racist, your head of state is also racist. Therefore, fuck you. Yep. Souls um, 3D. Anyway, uh, where are we? We're talking about this Bat Cave of Love. Yeah, Bat Cave of Love. Um, it's pretty cool idea. Uh, it's it's $50. Sure. Essentially, it's, um, it's a hotel room. No, sorry, a motel room, so it's even more sleazy. That's um, been modeled after Bat. Batman paraphernalia and shit. There's like a Batman symbol everywhere, and there's some bats, and there's like a a tumbler, the um, Batman tank. Um, I, I don't know what you do there. It looks like a seat or something. Um, I don't want to know. Anyway, and there's a Batman TV, and basically you pay fifty dollars for three hours, and then you just go nuts. You just destroy that place. You cover the walls. Fifty dollars for three hours is very cheap. Yeah, it's 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 pretty. Um, you know that's that's a market there. They're, they're can they money. can they afford to adequately clean the apartment? Well, they they, em- they employ Alfred, and then they clone him. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Actually, yeah, I didn't think of that. Obviously, actually, no, they, um, they don't because I mean you, we all know that Batman's a comic and doesn't exist, so they just employ Michael Caine. Oh yeah, yeah obviously. Like I think people you know figured that out, man. They're not know, idiots. Master Wayne? I uh. I don't want to clean cum off the walls anymore, Master Wayne. <laughs> uh, well, I, I can't get the vaginal blood out of these sheets, Master Wayne. 
Uh, here's a few things you might want to consider before you uh, do decide to you know, take them up on their awesome offer, which is quite cheap. Uh, Batman likes to put cameras everywhere, okay? And also, if you're going to be running around with your thing out, Batman also is known to set booby traps, so just be quite careful. Yeah, you, you, well, I really want to make a boobies joke, but it's too easy. It's just way, way, way too easy. Very too easy. Yeah. I also had another thought. Um, imagine what fucking sex toys Batman would have on his belt. Oh, he'd have he'd have the Batwang, which is <laughs> I mean that's that's an obvious one. Um, what else would he have? He'd have the uh, he'd have the black the, he'd have the bat flashlight. Um, he'd have the the bat pump. The bat the bat pump. Yeah, you don't want to go near the bat pump. Um, <laughs> Batman is constantly doing um, Ukrainian haircuts, like just all the time. <laughs> Um, he, he, he gets in that tire swing, takes a run up and just comes at you. <laughs> but, um, I, I think the worst part about this is that they have, uh, enslaved Michael Caine and, um, they are making him clean up your dirty sex mess for, for how much do you reckon he's getting paid now? Anything? Yeah, probably not. Hey, he probably just gets to like lick the walls. <laughs> yeah. He, um, maybe he gets to sell what he finds. I <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you'd, find, you'd find some great shit. Yeah. He, um, I guess he gets a room, you know, like off-site, like in the back, and he just makes um, little models out of all the bodily fluids. Um, yeah, well, what talking about bodily fluids, I have something... Hang on, wait, I was going to say I have something on my chest. That, that would have been a poor thing to say. Mm, yeah. Um. Anyway, that's what I was going to say. A friend, I was talking to a friend of mine a little while ago, a female friend at that, but don't worry, guys, we were just talking. We weren't in, like, the bat cave or anything. Oh, hentai. And um, she was telling me this story of uh, her boyfriend. They were having sex, and for some reason, the semen was, like, somehow collected. I don't want to, okay, like, no, look, really think use, of it. If you're going to use scientific terms like like semen, we have to call sex coitus. <laughs> so they're having coitus. Anyways, um, and apparently if it's left alone for long enough, it goes a bright orange color. Bullshit. No, what was he doing? Yeah, I immediately thought about um sort of the requirement of the prerequisite if STDs you'd need her, to... She's, oh, wow. Maybe they're... I, I don't know, maybe his penis is a texture. <laughs> it's like one of those ones that changes colour and it requires another fluid to change the colour. It's like one of those... Orange ones. is probably the worst colour. Yeah, you know... Because it, mean, it means there's pus in there. Let's not... Let's not beat around the bush here. I'll beat around your bush. Yeah, well, the innuendo is just, it just doesn't stop. I know, that was a great double. That wasn't even double entendre, that was just a drop. It was like half an entendre at best. <laughs> um, wow, well, yeah, no, orange. Orange is probably not a good colour. It's one of the danger colours, so you don't want that coming at you when you're, you know, filleting. It's extreme, extreme fire danger, nearly. Like, I think red is extreme fire danger, but no. I mean, I'm going to have to say that a person who has orange semen does, um, he does call it coitus. He's like, baby, you want to... You want to coitus me? I'm going to coitus all of you. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah um, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you my phallus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm glad I didn't sleep with her. Yeah. It was a good decision. Like, I've been playing Dragon Age for a fair bit now, and like now when I am talking to people, like the sort of menu box comes up with what oh, yeah, I can so say. Mass Effect too. I'm like, I could... Like, uh, like I'm talking to, like, um, so let's say Ukrainian... Um, Clipper wench, whatever we, whatever we termed it, clipper technician. 
Um, and there was like, she was like, how would you like your hair cut? And I was like, the option was either, uh, I would like a buzz cut, please. And, but the re- the renegade option was I kick you through a window and then piss on your corpse. <laughs> I chose, I mean, I'm trying to go for the, um, for the good guy side this time. So maybe on my next playthrough, I'll kick that bitch through the window. Yeah. Although I do have a complaint. Another EA, fuck you. Um, I'm going to start every time I'm talking about. EA with dear motherfuckers from now on, okay? Dude, Activision's worse at the moment, by the way. Uh, I don't know. I think they're all equally bad, but whatever. I see them as like a single entity, you know, all controlled by Satan. Yeah. Uh, as you do. When, when I'm deciding what I want my character to say based on the screen, and then he says something like that's literally the exact opposite. Yeah, what the hell, man? I, I, I've that's that not so funny. Much. Yeah, it's not. It's like, um, it's like... Here are your options, yes and no, and you pick yes, and he's like, I probably won't, I probably don't want that, is what he says. And you're like, no, I want, you're an asshole, why, why did you decide, why was that what you said? The biggest one in Mass Effect 2 is like, you're trying to get your Paragon skills up or whatever, yeah. and so you're always trying to be nice, and it'll say, like, you want to decline something, and it'll say no, and it'll come up with something like, uh, I definitely don't want that, I am going to... Tear off your little sister's fucking vagina and take a shit in there. And then you lose all of your Paragon points. Yeah. Um, but, like, no, yeah, it's like the Paragon option. It's like, um, it's like someone's got a gun to your head. And, no, someone's got a gun to a hostage's head and they're saying they're going to kill her if you um, don't, you know, smooth out the situation. And basically the option is either, um, don't, don't do that, you know. If you, if you don't shoot her, uh, we can slip through a field full of daisies and like I will cuddle you afterwards um and then the other ones like shoot the shoot the bitch in the head um you pick the good option as we do because we're all good people and then she shoots her in the head um bags her up abducts her sister and sends the family little bits of um the sister every week and that's the good option yeah see that's you're losing paragon points there again and um Man, you want those points, dog. You want the Paragon points. I, do, I, do, I want my skills up, you know. Yeah. I need, I need to be a Paragon. Ever since Guild Wars. Actually, the fucking Paragons in Guild Wars was so bad. I haven't played that game anymore. Because oh, they continue to find new ways to break it. Yeah, are you going to get the second one? It's not out yet. I don't know. I don't yeah, know when, when it's out. coming out. I've been... I, my only other game that I play is WoW. You know this. Dude, you know how addicted I am? You know, the level of my addiction to this game. Yeah, it's a very it's, no, it's no, over nine thousand. I don't play the game. You know what I do? I get on, I get online. I pay an extra two dollars for the service, um, a month. I go on the World of Warcraft, um, World of Warcraft site, not the actual game. I go onto this what they have, um, what they call the remote auction house. So it's like the auction house that you find in game, um, where you can buy stuff, but it's out of game, so you can do it wherever you go, like on your iPod and stuff. So I go in there, I buy cloth, um, and I do that for about a week, and then I log on, and then I make the cloth into bags, and then I sell the bags, and I usually spend about two hours making and selling bags, and then I log off again, and I feel so satiated. I'm so happy with myself. The game is ridiculously addictive, actually. Yeah, that's all I do. I, have... I, I, I sell bags, I don't play. I have a theory of, um, basically, you know, with the... I don't know, some Pokemon game a while ago, it came with a, uh, the walker, a, the a, a pedometer, yeah, is that what they're that called? Was, um, the things that measure your footsteps? Yeah, the, the, um, the pedophile, yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah so the pedophile 
Uh, and basically, you'd walk around, and it'd measure your footsteps, and then based on how many footsteps you made, like it'd level up your Pokemon. Imagine if there was something like that for WoW. Imagine what like that would do for obesity levels in your country. Yeah, man, they'll clean that shit right up. They'd be like, you'd it... suddenly see so many people out in the streets. You're like, whoa, where do these come from, dog? And then then you're like, oh, they've, I see the Cheeto dust on their tops, and they have like eight pairs of glasses, and they're all wearing socks and sandals. I know. And they go, they're going to like a cosplay or something as well. But like you know, you can do that. You can dress up and go and, and level up your fucking heavy, heavy weapons. Yeah, exactly. Like it's all good. But um, it's either going to do that or paint mixer sales will just go through the roof. What? Why paint mixer sales? Because I imagine if you put a pedometer oh, and a okay. paint mixer. All right, yeah, I'm there with you. I'm right here. I'm right here with you. Yeah, yeah you're going to like level up quite fast. Drop, uh, you can't drop DIY shit on me and expect me to understand what you're talking about. That well, I don't have a, I don't have a paint mixer in my house. I don't think even the most like devout DIY person would ever have a paint mixer. Are you sure? No, actually, I'm sure there are some people that have their personal paint mixers. And there's something there's something wrong with you. Why, why is there something wrong with me? No, if you have a fucking not you, unless you do have your personal paint mixer. All right, well, fair enough. And thank you for saying I'm, I'm a nice person. Yeah, you are a nice person. I like you thoroughly. And we don't you, you smell of fresh daisies. Fresh daisies and and what else? What else do I? What, what are my other notes? Mm, forceful abortion would. If I could bottle your scent and um, sell it, I would label it forceful abortion. So I smell. I smell like abortionary measures. Yes, yeah, so abortionary measures. All right. Cool. Um, okay. Moving hey, on. I, after I thought of a new band name. Hey, are people going to be able to like message us and stuff like that? Um, shit, yeah, get... dude, we can, well, you should get. You should make a Twitter now, and then we can. Um... Uh, I can't be bothered. No, no, but no, no, no. I had no, no. an idea for a band name. I don't know whether it's cool or really, really bad. All right. Okay. It's I'm... going to be like a death metal joke band. Okay. Okay. All right. This is. You need to know this. And I was thinking, unicorn sodomy. Okay. What? Run that. Run that. Run that by me again. Unicorn sodomy. Unicorn sodomy. Yeah, like sort of after Sodom and yeah. also Unicorns. And like they're probably my major influences. They're, and I just yeah, thought they, Unicorn yeah. Sodomy. Because like if you imagine being sod- sodomized by a unicorn, no matter how it happens, it's going to suck. They, and it's pretty, it's pretty brutal. So if you like death metal and you think that's a good hey, idea hey, for my no, band, I need, I need let me know and I'll write you a couple of riffs. Shut the fuck up. Um, are, they, are they sodomizing you with their horn or, the, or their penis? Well, exactly. Like it makes it's a philosophical question in the title. Yeah, and I think that's a good sign. So, like, you know, if you think it's a good idea, I'll write you a couple of riffs and yeah. either guitar or bass. I don't have a drum kit at the moment, so I, I can't write you a drum line. But maybe you could do that for me, and we could write like this long distance death metal song about unicorn sodomy. Can we can we call our first um, album Wife Beats? Wife Beats. Yep. Actually, that's actually a good idea. So let's cut that part out. Just. When we'll the come, audience we'll hears it, all they're going to hear is, can we call our audience, beep, and then they'll hear the rest of us talking, being assholes about it, because we're actually going to do that. That's a good idea. We don't want someone to take, taking that. You don't want someone stepping on our turf? No, fuck that, man. We have to bust a cap in their ass. Do not step on our turf, or we'll bust a cap all over you. We'll strap it on and bust it up you. Get you down that alley. Just pull your pants down. <laughs> Stack your pants. Uh, some unicorn sodomy. Yeah, I mean, um, when you get home... First thing you want to do is uniform sort of me. That's basically the first thing I type into the internet search bar when I get home. I think it's a good game. Oh, sorry, a good name. 
It's probably a good game as well, in fairness. I mean, great. Um, <laughs> but like, just you, you do want to know what unicorn sodomy list like sounds like. By the way, See? I'm I'm totally searching unicorn sodomy now on on the internet. Unicorn. I'm I, I'm also going to do that because. Alright, you turn the safe search, safe search off, and I'll keep it on. Um. Okay. Unicorn sodomy free. Oh, dude, unicorn sodomy is already banned. Are you fucking serious? I'm not even kidding. Let's listen to what they have. It's probably terrible. It oh, better dude, be their, death their metal. Picture, their picture is great. It's myspace.com. Oh, they're from Clarksville, Tennessee. Oh, man. Uh, at least they're from fucking, like, a fake state. Like, a, at least they had blacks, that's what I meant really. to say. I mean, the US? Is that, is that not... Like, come on, seriously. You guys, you have an abbreviation for your name. Come on. What are you talking about? It's not even a real place. Is yeah. any of their, like, music going to actually work, or...? Uh, no, no, not even. They don't have any plays, so they haven't made mu- they have made no music. So uh, the last login was the eighteenth of the third, two thousand eight. Whoa, man! I was like seven then. How old are you? Were you even born yet? No. No oh, shit. That's a long time ago. All right. Well, we we're gonna stake a claim to that. Who uses MySpace anyway? Come on, come on, guys, grow up. Yeah. Fuck. Fuck you for stealing my name, though. Yeah, it sucks. Well, well, pretend, well actually, they didn't really still use. Oh god, there's photos which I assume are the band mem- the band members. Um. Hang on. Yeah, well. Yeah, is it really good? Fucking, fucking well. Yeah, I'm just gonna put this in here right now. I I clicked the X. There we go. That's what I did there. Um um um. Well. Um, what was that? That was that was fucking techno, man. That was yeah, sweet. Man. I could probably cut that down and make a song out of it. Um, I'll get yeah. I'll get James, um, to fix that stuff up for me, and then we'll make it into a song. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> if I can make you a hybrid, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. I've been told I'm good at that. Yeah, you are so good at that, man. We can make a whole podcast of you just talking in that voice. Yeah. Um, oh, God, yeah, stick it in my ass. Yeah, I want to taste my ass. Well, that's, <laughs> that's, that's really. that sort of rhetoric. Well, how would you feel if a girl actually said that to you? <laughs> You'd be like, no, get out. <laughs> I'm gay now. Get out right now. <laughs> Just pull, pull, pulls up his pants, throws her out a window. <laughs> Moves over and pelvic thrust out the window, and then she's dead. Yeah, no, that that would be terrible. Yeah, um, you're just you're just smashing stuff forever, and then you kill yourself. Um, anyway, so I don't have much time left for this one, so we're going to talk about our glorious, glorious fan fiction. Shall we... Oh uh, yeah, let's get on to the fanfiction. I mean, this is what everyone wants. Like, right. Okay, so shit is fucking disgusting. So I decided you... we. I mean, for the first one that you, you guys will maybe probably never hear, um, the whole thing is we're gonna do a we're gonna read a, a terrible terrible fanfiction every episode. Um, I get my uh, my sources from toplessrobot.com. Um, I mean, they're a great site and everything. And I've attempted to look for the fanfiction myself, but um. There is a lot of bad, bad fanfiction out there, and I just want good, good, bad fanfiction stuff that's funny. And um, if I go to the Topless Robot article, I know I'm going to find something awesome. Um, so, I mean, they're already stealing other people's content for their own content anyway, and it's fantastic. But, um, yeah, I'm going to be stealing their stuff like a motherfucker. Um, is that cool with you, Ed? Yeah, I wasn't really paying attention, but go right ahead. You're playing Minecraft, aren't you? A little bit. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, 
anyway, so yeah, we, we get a wiggle of stuff from the top of storyboard really. And sometimes I'll do my own searches, but um, I've tried that and it's like an hour. You have to go through an hour of gaping internet poo to um to find anything good. So and this is really bad good. Like really, really bad good. Do you think so? <laughs> um, okay. So here are our choices for today. Um I've got um April O'Neill in April's Unforgettable Capture. Um April O'Neill is of course from Ninja Turtles. Um, uh Ninja Turtles. Uh, I'm kind of kind of partial to that, but what's next? Okay. Um Vegeta in Kakarotto's Balls. Ooh. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a really I want to pass off. But here's a better one. Um, Scotty and Chekhov in Marked. So that's um, Scotty, the Russian guy, um, who is the engineer from Star Trek. And Chekhov is the navigator of the kid. Um, he's Russian. So I have to do a Scottish and a Russian voice um, while I do this, while I do that one. So that's potential. And there was another other great one. Um, some Star Wars ones... Um, I mean, we're going we're gonna to get to all these eventually. Um, I think there's one of Frodo and Aragorn fucking. Called <laughs> Method. Um, the Care Bear and Slave Bear of Kerouac. Hey, that's something I've never looked up. Uh, just so the audience knows, yep. I'm trying to build up, like, you know how a food critic, like, eats a lot of different types of food, you know, to build up their palate and that sort of thing? Yeah. I'm trying to build up what I call a porn palate. Oh yeah, well, I, w- I, mean, I want to see all the different types of porn I possibly well, no, can. We'll not do, for like, I mean, I mean as a not man, for the sex, but no, for no. the for the philosophy of it. I mean, we're both males. You know that we we come out, we're born, and then our goal for all of our life is to see all the porn. Yeah, basically. Oh, hang on, that was just my um, yeah, my only, room falling. Only apart. a few of us have the um capacity to to. And yeah, some somehow I missed Lord of the Rings porn. Oh, seriously, you missed that stuff. I've seen one, which is Lord of the Cock Rings, but I've never like just typed it into Google and gone images. Okay, well, we should probably, should probably look at that at some point. Um, here's another great title. Um, uh, if, if you're at home, don't do <laughs> okay. this. It's what, what, not great. Wonder Woman and Shrek in Love in the Smudge. Well, there's, <laughs> apparently, there's a, um, a picture of George Bush wearing the one ring oh, okay. in, in his office. Yeah, well... Anyway, um, so yeah, well, so we're deciding on the fan fiction, not to get too off topic. So, oh yeah, sorry. Back, back on topic. Which one are we gonna do? I don't know. Which one? I'm, I'm asking you. Should we do the Dragon Ball Z one? Dragon Ball is pretty popular. There's already a few parodies of it, but this is like an un- unintentional parody. So <laughs> that's a, that's that's a new thing. Um, there's a Scooby Doo one as well. Spider Man. I just Man, found the most fantastic of picture of a man trying to suck his own dick. Because <laughs> Oh god! On the topic of Lord of the Rings, I know this is—I'm staying on off-topic here. It's something I do really well. But if you talk—if you look up Smeagol Cats, it's so much better than Lolcats. Lolcats is fucking lame now. Okay, you've got to like move on to, yeah, to stay cool, like us kids. Cats. Like we're in the cool kids club, the KKK. Yeah. Um, yeah, Smeagol Cats is fucking awesome. All right, how about this one? How about this one? Optimus Prime and Princess Leia in Love Beyond Circuits, Love Beyond Flesh. Okay, that um. <laughs> There's a picture of the um of the scanners guy with his head exploding <laughs> in the in his post. I think I think we have to do that one. <laughs> yeah. I don't like the way they're combining two different things like that, but whatever. Yeah, you, know, you know, like the fanfiction crossovers. You think they should probably be um, just you know keeping the source source fiction. Oh, it's really long as well. Let's roll this one. Right, you ready? Yeah, are go you, go go. Are you, are you are you ready? Um, okay. 
So this is um, Optimus Prime and Princess Leia in Love Beyond Circuits, Love Beyond Flesh. Again, should I be reading the um, the mistakes made? Yes, absolutely. All right, great. All right, okay. This story is situated with two T's. In the beginning with... Wow, that's just messed up. Um, this story is situated in the beginning of Return of the Jedi before Luke Skywalker arrives, but after Leia, R2-D2, and C-3PO get trapped by Jabba. It tries to explain what happened in meantime. Hope you enjoy. Do you think we're going to enjoy it? Uh, I sincerely doubt it. <laughs> Not intentionally, anyway. <laughs> Alright. Uh, shit. Optimus Prime is entering Mega... <laughs> okay, let's let me go again. <laughs> Optimus Prime is entering Megaton's secret base. <laughs> Megaton. Megaton. What do you Fuck think yeah, he turned into? He's put on some weight. <laughs> he's the fat Megatron. <laughs> he's seen there eating, eating a packet of Cheetos and just like, yeah. Alright, so Optimus Prime is entering Megaton base. The fight was vicious and the other Transformers got caught. Optimus need to free them. Them. He eats... He enters Megaton... Oh, he spells it right now. Then he enters Megatron Knig Chamber. I think he means King Chamber. No, it's a, it's clearly a different guy now. Come on. Okay, so there's two... There's a Mega... So Megatron is essentially Megatron's fat cousin. Yeah, essentially. All right. So, Egatro, free my Transformer pals or suffer lead metal consequences. Shout... Shout Potamus. It's not even Optimus anymore. It's Potamus. It's his cousin. <laughs> He's fucking high off some potent shit. <laughs> it's, it's, oh, no, it's Potamus, dude. It's spelled Potamus. Oh, well, there you He's go. Even better. <laughs> He's just absolutely wasted. Um, all right, so it's <laughs> Potamus. Uh, you will never defeat me, leader of the Autoboys. The Decepticons will rule the galaxy. Do you think the Autoboys are just like um, the Transformer boy band? Yeah, no, that's exactly what they are. <laughs> all right, so... You will have to jump over my dead corpse, said Optimus, run, and Optimus run at Megatron's direction. I mean, I'm going to run at your direction. I'm going to run at it. <laughs> Shooting blaster projectiles, and I'm going to shoot my blaster projectiles at your direction. Megatron runs to a secret chamber, and Optius goes behind. But it's a trap! Oh. Optimus, gets, Optimus gets stuck into titanium metal bar cages, and Megatron brags. You know, you don't want to brag. I mean, he's stuck in a titanium metal bar cage. And it's a different person. So Optimus is just hanging out still. So is Potamus. But Optimus <laughs> is stuck in... Um, Potamus is just running around telling everyone to chill. <laughs> he's like, guys, come on. Um, shit, what was I was saying? What was it? He's stuck in his cage saying, and uh, Megaton what? or something is bragging. Megatron or Megaton, I'm not sure which one. Yeah. Um, no, it's being Potius, dude. Anyway, so... I lo- you know, I love the fact that it's in present tense as well. That's that's great. It really adds a story. Now, Optimus. This is him bragging about... Well, he's actually bragging to Optius, but I guess Optimus is in the cage as well. They all just went into the cage. They're not very good at knowing the traps and shit. Anyway. Now, Optimus. You will be my financier. Oh, my... Sh- really? Dude, he's going to make him his financier. That's an evil plan. <laughs> you guys... He's like, I really need an accountant. Look, I fucking hate taxes, man. You can't do that to me, man. Well, anyway, so... Now, Optimus, you'll be my financier. Um, will help me pay my death satellite to kill the Earth. So, essentially, what he's going to do... Well, I don't... The author really has um, a poor understanding of what a financier or, you know, accountant actually does. He doesn't actually generate money. He just kind of organizes the accounts. But, um, yeah, so he's going to pay him for the death satellite to kill the Earth. I mean, you've got to kill the Earth with your death satellite, right? Yeah, everyone should have one. All the DIY guys do. All right, so Potamus requires, or whatever, whichever Optimus it is, says, what? 
I think it's Potamus because he's going, what? <laughs> then Megatron goes, Megatron opened his spaceship and embarks the jailbirded Optimus Prime. I, I guess jailbirded is the term now. <laughs> um, he said, of course, I got, I got arrested the other night. <laughs> Does that mean I was jailbirded? Dude, you were, you were so jailbirded. <laughs> I got myself a jailbirded. <laughs> he set a course to a distant planet on a galaxy far away. Oh, here we go, here we go. Here's the Star Wars time. After some weeks, the Megatron's... The, the Megatron's... He's not just a Megatron, he's the space. He's the Megatron. After some oh, weeks, maybe the, that's what happened. Like, they... Mega... Like, what was it? Megatron. Uh, there's two Megatrons. Megatron, Megatron and Megatron, no, yeah. Megatron. He's torn. Megatron now. So this is no. three. No, no, no. There's only one. There's only one. You just misheard me. It's Megatron and Megatron. Megatron is obviously the um the the pregnant. Well, the the, the used to be pregnant Megatron. He's just given birth and it's torn now. So Megatron. Yeah, the one with no pants. Yeah, and a ripped vagina. Yeah. All right. So after some weeks, the Megatron spaceship arrives at Tatooine. He asked for Jabba the Hutt, who receives him. I receive you. <laughs> so Megatron says... Alright, here we go. Here's another character. So Megatron says, Jobba brought me the specimen. So this is not Jabba, this is Jobba. For anyone who's following. That listens at home. Yes, says Megatro. Where's the money? Here. And it was a very good exchange I hope we made. Here. And it was a very good exchange I hope we made. Here, it was a very good exchange. I hope we made. There's, there's like eight tenses, eight going on there. Um, yeah, kids, kids, not great at like um telling a story. Like I, I appreciate you're expressing yourself, but um, just like maybe spell checker or something like that. You can even do grammar checker, you know, and it improved like your chances of you know maybe picking up a movie or something like that. Well, this this guy, this guy's right. The author is probably really good at coloring in. It's, it is actually a better script than Transformers 2, so... Oh, well, yeah, I mean, yeah. Anyway, for sure, Jabba, now here, your new slave. And Megatron lend Optimus to Jabba. Ah, say Jabba, a new robot to my collection. You will entertain my customers for some time. Wait, did he lend him? Yeah, no, he he didn't give... He lent him, he said. He so when, when does he have to give him back? Is it, like, a weekly, or...? Yeah, I mean, well, well I mean, Jabba... Jabba gave him money, but I guess, I guess it's like he's, like... Megatron is, like, blockbuster now. Is Blockbuster yeah. a Transformer? It, uh, I don't know. It probably should probably be, but it makes it makes perfect sense. It works so well. Yeah. All right. So Optimus is very angry and shouts to Jabba, I'll never be your slave. You cannot control me. Yes, I can. If you try to escape, I will kill your cell companions. More. I mean, his cell companions. His cell That's companions. C-E-L-L. I mean, he doesn't really know them, so at what point does he care about his cell companions? Um, anyway, so he's going to kill the cell companions, you know, as you do. And Jabba take Optimus to his cell. There, he finds the other prisoner Jabba was talking about. It's oh, a I'm fucking like... shit um, threat as well. Like, I'm going to kill your cell companions. Oh, man, now we all have to escape. <laughs> yeah, no, right. It's like, shit, you really made this bad for us. You really made us want to escape more. That's really good. Good work, Jabba. Uh, <laughs> hi, I'm Leia. This is R2-D2, and this is C-3PO. Hi, Leia. I'm Optimus Prime, leader of the Autobots. What up, G? Uh, what are they going to do? I guess so actually like, in there, what up, G? No, no, I'm, I'm just being Optimus Prime, casually, casual enslaved leader of the Autobots. Okay, cool. Yeah. Hi, I, hi, Leia. I'm Optimus Prime, leader of the Autobots. Uh, would, can I buy you a beer? Or? 
Would you, would you like to come home and play some Nintendo with me? Want to play some Smash Brothers? Maybe? So why do they call you Leia? <laughs> you want to get layered? Um, I, I, did, I, I guarantee you that line is going to come in here. I bet. Anyway, um, hi Leia, I'm Optimus Prime, leader of the Autobots. What are they going to do? <laughs> well, I don't know. Jabba said he opened a new service on Tatooine to entertain people from staying from other planets. I hope he don't kill us. If only I could contact Luke, my brother. Don't be afraid, with two Ds. Leia, I'll find a way out. He's a fucking huge robot. Doesn't he just, like, punch a wall? Like, that's all he has to do. Um, I'm pretty sure his, like, weapons are actually inbuilt, so I'm kind of curious as to how they managed to disarm him. Maybe they literally disarmed him. Yeah, maybe they just, like, slashed an arm off. Um, anyway, don't be afraid, Leia. I'll find a way out. And they waited and talked. Leia talked about the rebels, Han Solo, and the Carbonite, and her love for him. The next day... Guards wakened the prisoners and took them to the Colosseum. It was very big and was full of aliens and people from all over the universe. Jabba speaks at a, at a microphone. No, Jabba speaks at an microphone. <laughs> Greetings, dear customers. Welcome to the first luxury multi-species Colosseum of the galaxy. Here, our first slaves will have pleasures beyond imagination and will please you too. Don't feel... Okay, why... This is in between Star Wars stories, right? Yeah, I think so. Why did Jabba pick up English... And then lose it again. Maybe, maybe, well, maybe this is Jabba. His actually, no, it says it's Jabba. Um, I don't must know. Must be a must be a typo. Should we should we call George Lucas? Contact him. Yeah, I think we should. Right. Um, anyway, um, don't feel ashamed. Put your clothes off and jerk at will. <laughs> Would you like? Can you want to put your clothes? Off? I find almost every fan fiction I read has the phrase "put your clothes off." You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, don't feel ashamed. Put your clothes off and jerk at will. No extra expenses are charged by cleaning the place. So We're probably think... going to put that on a t-shirt at some point. Yeah, so. put your clothes off. Um, do you think that they've employed um, Michael Caine to clean the place? <laughs> yeah. he's, he's, Master Wayne, he's got excellent credentials. Like, Master even Wayne, if they I'm haven't yet, I'm, I'm sure they will. I'm on Master Wayne, cleaning up Aiden's bunk, Master Wayne. <laughs> it's really depressing, Master Wayne. I, try, I think about haying myself every night, Master Wayne. Um... Toilet paper is at your right side of your chair. Call numbers are charged separately. Have safe sex and let the show begin. Do you want to break that down? Do you want to keep going? Uh, essentially, what's happening here is a long, long time ago, uh, apparently what people used to do in the areas of entertainment was just have fucking giant orgies. And um, sounds believable, I guess. You know, like pagan sort of ritual maybe but i think this story has a few plot holes plot holes yeah um well no well not i mean just gaping holes though not like it's it's not so much a hole as the whole thing is pit anyway um so 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 they're in the coliseum you know there's there's chairs with toilet paper in them so you can have good joke and um there's aliens watching whatever's gonna happen next oh and i can't wait to find out optimists are there looking and seeing the multitude of people Oh, shit, he dropped multitude. Good boy. Except he, he, it's, he spelled a multitude with a T. Anyway. Optimus Did he spell it? Did he spell it like the one in Pokemon? Yeah, probably. Seeing that multitude of people. He can do nothing. Even if he tries to fight, Jabba can kill Leia and the others. They are fragile. So he must let go his pride and please that haughtingly audience of pedos. That haughtingly audience of pedos. <laughs> he just drops that in there. <laughs> Wow, goddammit, this is fucking amazing. This is actually giving me ideas for good stories. Like, 
Yeah. Well. All right. Uh, uh, okay, so he's pleasing that that uh, haughtingly audience of pedos. Okay, guys, we're back. We just had to take a brief break um, for many different reasons. But, um, yeah, back to the fan fiction. So, Ed, where were we on the fan fiction front? Uh, we were probably at the part there where there was the, they were in the Colosseum and... There's pedos. There's pedof- there was definitely pedophiles. The pedophile ghosts were everywhere jacking off, as far as I know. With toilet paper next to the chairs? I hope so, but, right. you know, no, I doubt says, it. Says, okay, so we'll, we'll read the last line. Okay, so they are fragile, so he must let go of his pride and please that haunting audience of pedos. All right. All of five slaves have micro-microphones, so what they say the audience can enjoy. I guess, all right. Jabba firmed a contract with the, con- with the customers that moanings and profanities are a right they have, so the slaves must keep shit-chatting while sodomizing one another. Prime sits on the dirty ground and wait. Leia comes near him. Oh, Optimus, sorry that we met this way. She will be. Whore. Uh, don't be ashamed, Leon. It's not our free... Okay, let's, let me go again. This is terrible. Don't be ashamed, Leon. It's not our free will... Oh, our free will. Okay, there we go. Don't be ashamed, Leon. It's not our free will that approves this horrifying spectacle of pure sacrilege against flesh and circuits. Well, he really thought there was some poetic bullshit right there. It will be over in some. <laughs> it will be over in some hours," <laughs> said the twenty-foot-tall robot. <laughs> it's like, don't worry, it'll it'll only be a couple of hours, and I'll be destroying you with my penis, my my titanium cockfall. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> Leia jumped on Primus' legs and walked to his hips. See, she has to walk to his hips. It's like a fight. She's like, uh, I'm just gonna walk to your hips. I'll be there in about what, two minutes. So, um, yeah, a couple of hours. A couple of hours it will be. <laughs> Here we go. Now, Optimus, show me your metal cock," said Princess Leia with a moaning and whoring voice, and and readily, Optimus engaged into the sex-serving mode. <laughs> Did you know about that mode that Optimus Prime has? You know this the sex-serving mode. You just flick a switch, and he's like, "Whoa!" Did you know about Optimus's third leg? It just transforms. Uh. <laughs> it just it goes, and then a cock comes out of nowhere. This is so fucking stupid. <laughs> A hatch opened, and slowly a cylindrical monster of lead and gold emerged from the opening crotch gate. Dude, I was correct. I just predicted the fanfic future. That's depressing. Um, right, before we go on, um, before I decided to just steal all of Topless Robots, um, all their content, I, uh, I was actually looking at fanfiction.net, and I was looking for, like, terrible erotic fanfics like this, and I found out that um, the term lemon is used to mean erotic fanfiction. Lemon. Lemon. Yeah, lemon. I don't, I don't, I don't know. It's, meant to, it's something that harken, harkens back to like, Japanese hentai. Like, I mean, everything does. Where, what didn't that spawn? But, um, yeah, lemon. So that means it's, like, age-gated and there's going to be, like, a, a robot fucking princess layer in the next five <laughs> minutes. That's what lemon means. All right. So a hatch opened and slowly a cylindrical monster of lead and gold emerged from the opening crotch gate. It was shinning and was totally waxed. How often do you think he whopped in his prime waxes his crotch? <laughs> I mean, does... Oh, God, it's made of lead and gold, and apparently it grows hairs. <laughs> it's like, you better wax that with no one those metal fibers going on. Them. Um, but was too big to lay a beat to be... Oh, but was too big... Oh, well, this is perfect English. 
but was too big to layer to be fucked. Uh, 40 inches of diameter and 6 feet of height. Jabba was not pleased. What does he want? Why is he not pleased with that? He's got high standards, man. uh, How that stupid robot can penetrate Leia now. His dick is taller than me. Megatron fooled me. Regret. Oh, no, he pulled one over me again. Don't worry, he's just on lend, okay? You can ask for a discount when you have to give him back. back. He regretted regretted Jabba. He kept thinking about a solution. Leia looked, and because the show must go on, she did her best while Jabba tries to fix the situation. <laughs> She's like, damn it, I'm, what, I mean, what, what a professional. Yeah, I like her heart's in the right place, man. She's like, oh, it must be really embarrassing for him. I better, like, rub my breasts on it or something. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I better at least just, you know, just the tip, just sit on that end. <laughs> Maybe a spin around or something, I don't know, we'll, we'll try. Um, just like, fuck it, let's do it live. And then she just dances. His robot penis. <laughs> Leia looked and... Okay, I'll run past that. Alright. Oh, Optimus, I guess I have to tenderize your metal dick to me to fully to fully appreciate its wonderfulness. You've got to tenderize that metal dick. Can that be a shirt that we have? Tenderize my metal dick? Yeah, that can yeah. definitely be a shirt. That can be a band name, I think. That can be um, Unicorn Sodomy's first single. Ten- tenderizing metal dicks. Uh, we're not doing Unicorn Sodomy because those guys in Tennessee ruined it. Yeah, well, I mean, what doesn't Tennessee, Tennessee ruin? Honestly. Um, okay, so, Leia, your leather-clad bikini light, not my bar... Oh, what the fuck does this mean? Leia, your leather-clad bikini light, not my boron buttocks. Do you know Do you know what that means? Can you shed any light? Boron buttocks. No? Boron buttocks. Maybe he means, like, the area between the balls and the buttocks? Boron. B-O-R-O-N. Maybe, maybe there's some LEDs there. <laughs> There's a landing strip. When 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 he's aroused, it lights up. It it, it lights up in dings. It connects to the internet. And this. <laughs> uh, Leia rubbed with her stretched arms the metal dick up and down, but it was it was dragging her skin. Even if it was polished and had no jagged edges, she needed to lubricate it. Oh, how's she gonna do that? Oh, can you wait and see? Prime, do you have something good to facilitate my work? Don't you just. Isn't that just what you want to hear when you're having sex? <laughs> Yo, um, I need a little hand out here. Can you do something good, possibly to facilitate my work? Um, I'm going to need you to sign some contracts, and we'll pass it through to corporate, and then once you've facilitated my work, uh, we'll get down to the robot sex. Don't forget that um, Optimus is a financier now, so... Wait, wait, wait. You need, you need to hear the next sentence. Yes, my power love. That's it. <laughs> here, have this squeezing, have this squeezing tube. It contains graphite. Just rub all. All will be alright. And Leia did it. Her body got darkened by the graphite dust, but she liked it. And masturbating Potamus oh, again. What up? <laughs> and masturbating Potamus got very easy and pleasurable. Yeah, he got very easy. He was just smoking that ganja. He got real easy and pleasurable. <laughs> I love it how they switched him out. They're like, they're like alright, alright, okay. Take High five. Op- <laughs> High five. Just... T- yeah, take op- tag him in, tag Potamus in. We're sick of this Optimus dude. Get him and his huge metal dick out and just um, get the pressurable, very easy Potamus. Bring him in. And lay a I love you graphite dust thing. Just keep doing that. R2-D2 is about to get into the mix. R2-D2 approach Optimus and ask permission to land. Where is he landing? On the fucking landing strip. God, I knew it. <laughs> Granted, my fellow cylindrical pal... You can enter my dark caves of mystery. Oh, it's gay. <laughs> it just got gay robot porn with R2-D2. 
He's going to duck. He's uh, He's fucking butt plug now. <laughs> Granted, my flin- my fellow surgical pair, you can enter my dark caves of mystery, said Optimus. Blip blop blop, said R2D2. This is the first time fucking a robot. He was a completely aversion and was very ashamed he had to expose his intimacy in front of an audience of millions. But their lives were at stake, so he must swallow all of his prejudices and engage full head in. Engage full head in this life-altering experience. That's not all of you swallowing, yeah. Yeah, fucking wow, man. That was a poor choice of, like... Oh, God. I think that was, like, not deliberate, but... That's the cleverest thing he's done. <laughs> Leia said Optimus, hang on. And Leia got very hard on Optimus's dick. Uh, Optimus got up a bit and gave space to R2-D2. Leia was hanging on Optimus' dick while R2-D2 searched the best coordinates to penetrate Optimus' dick. <laughs> <laughs> Leia was hanging on Optimus' dick while R2-D2 searched the best coordinates to penetrate Optimus' experimental anus. <laughs> Why is it experimental? <laughs> right. well, luckily for him, Prime's anus was automated to adjust the best diameter for an object entering him. <laughs> so, so, so when it was invented, some guy was like, uh... There's probably a chance this is gonna happen. <laughs> at least a one percent chance. So let's dilate it. Make sure it can it can take whatever whatever it comes out in. R two D two R two D two positions and optimate and optimus R two D two positions and optimus seated on him. He just sat down. <laughs> That's the best coordinates you can come up with. <laughs> and engulfed him. <laughs> We need someone to draw a picture. <laughs> yep. Please send in your picture to... Uh, have we told him about Twitter yet? Oh, no. We'll, we'll, we'll do it at the end. We'll do some housekeeping. But, um, yeah, there's going to be... Yeah, going to be... You need to do something like that. You need to send us a picture of this. All right. Uh, R2 was shaking and frightened. Opt- Optimus' anal cavity was dark and moist. Why was it moist? <laughs> Had some loose wires and was rusting from inside. He started to think sex was not made to coward robots like him. Don't be afraid, said Optimus Dr. R2-D2. I'll help you. And Optimus's bowels lights got on. He's such a good guy, Optimus, man. He's such a protagonist. <laughs> he has, he's got the bowel lights and everything. He's turning his bowel lights on for R2-D2. That's what you want. Every, you know, I mean, you don't want any confusion while you're stuck up a robot's ass. <laughs> what, what if he transforms while R2-D2's inside him? Uh, I don't know, man. I think that's bad. <laughs> Everything was illuminated, and R2 really saw what, what, it, what it really was. A beautifully adorned rectum, full of portraits of... <laughs> <laughs> full, of full of portraits of Prime's human friends. going in, in erection. <laughs> There's a nice couch in a waiting room. Uh, plasma TV comes down. Wow. Uh, a camera appeared from a wall and photographed R2-D2 and immediately put a portrait of him on a power wall. Did you get your picture taken? <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Alright. 
Okay, main tanker poser. A beautifully adorned rectum full of portraits of Prime's human friends that already visited the place. Alright. It just repeated it again. Now, um, now, alright. You ready for the next page? <laughs> no. Just, just fucking do this. <laughs> alright, next page. R2-D2 got very placid and calm. After he saw those happy faces on the portraits, he knew Obitans would never hurt him inside there. So, R2-D2 looked around and found a button. Yeah, he found a button. It was an elevator button oh, that raised him up in the bowels. R2 arrived at a tight place where his metal body got stuck. At first, R2-D2 got scared, but then the elevator got down and got up and down and up, making a sine wave pattern <laughs> moving with R2-D2. R2-D2 thought a bit and felt a pleasure down his electrical circuits and optical cables. Anal sex is like this? If it is, he really likes a lot. He was upping and downing, rubbing inside Optimus's upper, upper bowel. Paraffin wax got sprayed over R2 to help lubricate. What is paraffin wax? To the internet! Uh. Paraffin wax. Let's look. Paraffin wax. Do you want to hazard a guess as to what this is? It's some sort of lubricant, I assume. It, in chemistry, paraffin is a term that can be used synonymously with alkane, including hydrocarb. Oh my god, Wikipedia, why don't you just tell me stupid stuff? Meth- methane... Uh, I, I don't know what you use it for. Um, paraffin wax, there we go. Oh, it's for candle making, coating for wax, paper, and cloth. Food-grade paraffin wax, shiny coating used in candy making, although edible, it is non-digestible, passing through the body without being broken down. Oh, so it's just like a wax on the side of foods. How... How did this person know what paraffin wax was, but couldn't, like, but wrote this? Any- I don't know. I'm assuming, like, and this is just a theory, and if it's correct, I am some sort of fucking Sherlock Holmes, but maybe he ate too much candy or something. And apparently what can happen is if you eat too much of, like, a um, like, like gum. Artif- artificial product and it doesn't digest, you can essentially become, like, constipated from it. Yeah. And you have to get, like, an enema or whatever to be cleared or, or <laughs> to, get, just, to get in the clear. Or you just, like, but, or you just like but, shove a rabbit up your ass. So I'm assuming this guy was, like, constipated by eating too much paraffin wax. Well, <laughs> and why, that's why how he knows what it is. I mean, it's the after, only thing I can fathom. Like, But after you've carefully sculpted and modelled your um, your adorned walls of your bow, why, why would you let any of the paraffin wax in there? Isn't that bad for your body? I mean, you keep portraits down there. You want to keep a clean shop. Why would you want paraffin wax everywhere? Like I say, man, this has got, like, a few plot holes in the storyline, all right? It's just, it's depressing. Do you want to keep reading? (laughs) It's nearly over. Oh, no, it's tons more. Optimus' bowels walls were made of carbon nanotubes covered with soft pinky pillows of pure petunia's cotton. What the fuck is petunia's cotton? They adjusted on the fly the pressure over R2's body and elevator speed, according to R2-D2, willingness to go deeper and with his innermost textual fantasies. At first, R2-D2 wanted to go slow to feel the texture of his metal cover. But later, his inhibition got away and the elevator got faster. And Optimus caught a surprise for him. Oh shit, here it comes. Nanogas tubes appeared on the walls and a range of different colours illuminated the inside of Optimus' ass with all colours of the spectrum. <laughs> it's like a disco in there. It was a, re- it was a really shame R2-D2 couldn't smell the daisy fragrance permeating Optimus Prime's anus. R2 had no nose. <laughs> That's logic. That's logic. As r 2 that's, okay, what were you saying? <laughs> Has it broke you? Has the fanfiction broke you? Yes. <laughs> it totally destroyed my mind. So, some guy, some guy was like, he got home. 
Uh, I assume this guy's probably so- somewhere high up in the court system. Um, probably like a magistrate. So he got home from magistrating and was like, oh, okay, I'm going to take a shit and then I'm going to read the magazine and I'm going to write my, um, my fan fiction, which I do every afternoon. And he sat down, he, he maybe made some coffee and he sat down and decided to write about Optimus Prime's anus and how it smells good and has lights and is like mined um, with portraits of his friends and family who have been inside his anus as well. Um, I think I think we need to um, put in the post when we post this actual podcast. I think we need to put a picture of robots having sex. Yeah, we definitely do. Yeah, uh, is this supposed to be like a metaphor or something for like gay sex? Well, uh, well, there's a girl there, so I don't know. I don't know what she's doing. There's no. It hasn't really cut back. You know. I mean, I really, I really want to know about the plot. Um, I really want to know where you know Princess Leia's plot in, intersects with. Um, with, you know, the 40-inch diameter penis, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, she's, I mean, assume it, I'm assuming that she's still playing with it, assuming, like, people are watching her and having fun, but, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, all right, let's, let's, let's keep reading this awesome, awesome thing. Um, as R2-D2 was a robot, even infrared and ultraviolet colors appeared, and that profusion of rainbow happiness filled R2-D2 with a purest passion he never had from his robotic pairs. He always was considered the freak of the robot school. Every oh, dude, going his background, <laughs> his growing up, the robot school, the robot school. <laughs> Every robot despised him because of his adventurous ambition. He wanted to see the stars, the other life forms. He didn't want to be a hamburger frying slave all of his life. I mean, who does? Who want to be ham- hamburger frying slave all their life? That's depressing. That's not. That's not fun at all. Uh, all right, next part. All right, next part. All right. Uh, every robot despised him. Um, he wanted to see the stars. Alright. He didn't want to be a hamburger frying slave all his life, doing menial tasks that no one would remember him in the future. No, he wanted to be remembered, wanted to leave a mark on history. Do you think? Is he leaving? He's leaving a mark on something. His robotic schoolmates were just stupid for him, so he picked fights. Or How does, how does R2D2 fight? Do you think the midget inside of him comes out and beats the shit out of another robot? I don't know, man. It's fucking... Uh, God damn it. Well, I've seen in, like, one of the Star Wars. Is, I think it was, like, the Phantom Menace or something. Yeah. He, he like, basically pisses on something. He pisses oil on someone and then um, sets fire to it with his thrusters. Well, I can I, do that. I suppose if you're pulling moves like that, like, I guess you're going to be an okay fighter. Yeah. Well, he probably has some mad combos. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he picked fights all the grades he did. Trouble was his name and no one loved him because no one approved his future plans of life. No one approves of his gay robotness. No one. I mean, that's just that's just homophobic. That's not fair. Um, but finally, he found someone robot that can see him from the inside. Oh, here we go. C three PO is coming into this dude. Someone that wants to please him. That wants to give a hand and collect nothing in return. C three PO is his friend, but Optimus is his lover. To return the favor to Optimus, opening his eyes to the sexual lust all robots should have in their all robots should have sexual lust in their lives. Did you know that? I do now, man. They should. But fucking fantastic. <laughs> I mean, it's not fair. It's just not fair if they're just if they're just here to serve us. They should always have some love. R2D2 started to expel small shockwaves inside Optimus's bow, giving the Autobot the most tender demonstration of love and gratitude he ever received in his life. This action reflected Optimus's penis. That got slightly more elongated, something that plays that pleased Leia. There we go. She's back in. She got tagged back in again. <laughs> Optimus Prime, said Princess Leia with a sensual voice. 
You are a very horny individual. Oh, lad, don't say that. Actually, this is the first time someone rubs my dick. <laughs> while, rub <laughs> while rubbing off this dick with a human... <laughs> while rubbing off this dick with a human engorged vagina... Up the stick with her human engorged vagina, Leia felt a bit sorry for that robot. <laughs> oh, Optimus, you don't use your you don't use your cock with much frequency, don't you? Optimus lowered his head inside. <sighs> no, it is a problem being this tall. My Autobot friends don't have sexual appetites, really. Being the leader, I'm the only capable of maintaining sexual intercourse systems. No other Autobot have it, and being alien penetrated don't really give me chills. Leia got tears in her eyes. She embraced Optimus' dick very hard. Dude, she's, she's having sex with him with her whole body. <laughs> she's just hanging off it and jumping up and down. <laughs> she, she, <laughs> she, she embraced Optimus' dick very hard, trying to consolate that lone robot. But life is not that easy. She wanted to be 20 foot tall at that moment. All right, said Jabba to Optimus from the microphone. My engineers are going to adapt this organic penis at your crotch. This will give something more consistent in terms of action to our marvellous customers, and a couple of alien men went and started to adapt the strange alien penis to Prime's body. Are you ready for this? No, you're not. But it's happening anyways. I don't know who's saying that. It's just, it's not even in quotes, it's just written there. I think it's the narrator. Yeah. <laughs> it's the voices inside the fucking, um, the, uh, writer's head. <laughs> apparently, apparently we're not ready for this. Um, here we go. That penis was the property of a long-dead alien, Jar Jar Binks, to be more exact. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was not ready for that. <laughs> Dude, he was so correct. <laughs> I don't think I don't think Jar Jar Binks is dead at this point in the Star Wars story, but let's not go into that. After the Jedi, no, dude, he's he's gonna explain. Look, he's really good at fan fiction, so he's gonna explain what happened. Let me just take a sip of water. All right. After the Jedi massacre by the Emperor and Lord Vader, Jaja was captured when he was hiding at Tatooine by Jabba's bounty hunters. He was tortured for a week without rest, exactly a week. And after that time, his body got quartered, and his penis was sealed inside a carbonite container, a little trophy for Jabba and being saving. But his new business needs some sacrifices to be made. That. Made literally no sense. I don't know where he's going. Um, do you think this guy just has a dictionary and he just flips the pages and then slams his face into it and the first word he sees, he just puts in the sentence? Um, so <laughs> like, the guy... <laughs> the guy managed to come up with, like, somehow attaching Jar Jar Binks' penis to a giant robot. Yeah. So Princess Leia could have sex with it. Like... I was trying to figure out where he got the idea of putting Transformers and Star Wars together okay. as well. And I think as a kid, <laughs> he was quite often beat with one of those uh, Star Wars Transformer toys you could get. Yeah. That's the only thing I can think of, yeah. Well, yeah, no, definitely. His 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 father used to come home, he'd, he'd buy him a new Transformer every day. Uh, and then he'd, trans he'd like get the Optimus Prime one and he'd transform it, so it's like a... You know, it's a nice thick truck, and he just grabbed the he just grabbed the cab of the truck and just beat the shit out of the kid with it, just <laughs> slog him, just throw him across the room. It's the only way this could happen. Yeah, this is pretty much the only genesis of this person. Anyway, um, 
But his his new business needs some sacrifices to be made, so now he uses Jaja's penis for a greater purpose. Of course he does. Why wouldn't you? After a while, it's done. The penis is active and Optimus can control it. His entire life he has seen praying for a small penis, and now he had one, given by his owner Jabba. Well, he's not... Jabba's not his owner, another plot hole. I mean, he's just... he's being lent this by Megatron. Yeah, he's... What, what, do you, what do you call that? What an idiot! What... Oh, alright. It's, you know, it's really hard. It's really hard for me to read this. This incredible, incredible story with these huge plot holes. It really takes away from the fiction. Leia looked Optimus' eyes and smiled and smiled tenderly. The Jar Jar penis got attached to the top of Optimus' metal penis. It looked like a small Formosus. Formosus. He knows what Formosus is. What is this guy has? This guy has a good vocabulary. Yeah, he does. No, he. No, dude, I'm I'm still pretty sure that he just slams his face into the dictionary and finds <laughs> picks the first word. Um. So Formosus. This is from Wikipedia. Um, Formosus is a condition where, in men, the male foreskin cannot be fully retracted from the head of the penis. The term may also refer to clitoral formosis in women, whereby the clitoral hood the clitoral hood cannot be retracted, limiting exposure of the glands clitorids. Did you did you know? Did you know what that is now? Did you? I now know what that is, and yeah, well, I still don't care. You live and learn. You learn things from this great fan fiction. This this person's a a scholar and a gentleman. Leia climbed his metal dick and reached the top. She climbed the fuck out of that penis. It must have been a ladder. Instead of veins, just, you know. Yeah, no, it probably was just a ladder off his back. Or he just used a ladder off his back so she could climb it. You know, it's easy access. Uh, the moment arrived, finally, Optimus can fuck. Uh, Leia slowly put his alien dick inside her wet vagina and prime enjoy. I mean, as you would. Leia doesn't even... Leia doesn't even is feeling ashamed of showing her sexual skills in front of, in front of millions of spectators. This moment is owned by the two, and they live it to the maximum. Their bodies permanent. Um, so she's, you know, having sex with Jar Jar Binger's pe- penis, which is attached to the end of Optimus's penis, while R2-D2 is inside Optimus's anus, um, circuiting, you know, electrical currents around the whole room. Um, with yes, this a threesome or a foursome? Well, how are there four people? Well, Please. there's four, four genitalia. Oh, Christ, yeah. How do we define that? I don't know, man. This guy must be a magistrate to think of things like this. Yeah, I know. I mean, he's clearly a clever dude. But now they are reaching their climaxes, and Optimus didn't thought a plan on how to go away. But, oh my god, I really, really hope he shoots her, like, across the stadium. But Leia, <laughs> while, fucking, while fucking, looked to Optimus's eyes and made lip movements, and Prime read her lips. Contact Luke. His phone number is 123-6326-7.424. Yes, 753.1. There you go. I'm point. calling this number right now. What was that again? One two three six three two six seven point four two four seven. Anyway, what do I use? Is this a decimal point? Um, I don't. I, I star, think maybe, I, I guess. Think it might have been just an axis. Yeah, it probably is a star. Wait, I'll, I'll put I'll call mine and put it on loudspeaker. One two three six three. Oh wait, I missed that. One two three six three um, two six seven star four. Um, two, four, seven, five, three, star, one, and call. Yeah, I've got to call that number. If I see I'm lucky, put it. Oh, uh, dude, it's not even a real number! <laughs> oh, this fucking fanfiction is so full of shit. I reckon. No one could totally, know what... Totally unbelievable now. I know. I wanted, to, I wanted to talk to Luke. Yeah. I mean... 
you know, you, just, you promise things. You promise things when you write fan fiction, and you got to uphold them. Otherwise, you know, uh, moving on. And Optimus did. No one could know he was doing that. They had no telephone jammers at the Colosseum. While in contact with Luke Skywalker, Optimus gave him coordinates of Jabba's palace and how he can save Leia. The climax arrived. This is the moment Optimus and Leia had been waiting. They, they consummation of their love for one another. The most pleasurable experience a robot can achieve in his fight-directed existence. Fight-directed? Yeah? Alright. I don't know, man. Just, just go with it. Okay. So the, the Jar Jar penis is ready to come. Leia's pussy is getting tighter. R2-D2 is already coming his, li- his coming liquids. <laughs> and then... Oh, here we go. And then it fails. What fails? Jar Jar's penis gets flaccid and not a small drip of juice get out. It simply failed. Leia's lowered her head. All of the customers start to shout, profanize, profanize is not a word, and throw tomatoes and lettuces at the sex slaves. Jabba got angry because his plan got all wrong and everybody want their money back, but the slaves will pay. After they returned inside Jabba's palace, Jabba started to talk to them. Now, I'm going to kill you all, starting by... But then he was interrupted. Sir, Luke Skywalker is headed in our direction. Luke, ah. Uh, How do they know he's headed in their direction? Did they read his Twitter? Yeah, I mean, probably his Twitter. Or maybe his... Maybe, yeah, do you reckon Luke Skywalker's Facebook? Uh, I don't know, man, because, like... Jedi, I don't I think Facebook might be against the Jedi code. Like, I can totally understand why they'd need Twitter, though, so. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, Jedi people can't, aren't allowed to, you know, have Facebooks because, you know, you need some form of, um, social mind and, you know, need, you need to be not a complete retard, basically. Yeah, well, yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, I think we've covered it all, actually. We've covered racism, um, homophobia, probably. Um, maybe, I don't know. And, um... Laughing at retards. That's that's pretty good for one podcast. Anyway, Luke, uh, the execution will wait. Come on, robots and... Lo- Do you think at this point R2-D2 is still up Optimus' ours? Yeah, I'm going to assume he is, because I think he's a good enough writer to uh, let you know the reader know what's happening in regards to R2-D2. Because like, I was sort of wondering what, would ha- what Leia was doing during the whole time, and I assumed she was just still on his penis, and... That- Turned out to be correct, so let's just say R2 is still up his ass. Alright. You, Optimus, stay in the cage, or Leia dies in the Sarlacc pit if I come back and don't see you. And Optimus stayed at the cell. Leia told him to go away. Luke could save them, but he wanted to stay. His love for her created a strong bound between them. But no, the Autoboys are... Does he know that they're called the Autobots? Does he know that? But no, the Autoboys are priority. He must go back and save them. Optimus sneaked out of the palace and stole a ship and headed to Earth. How does a robot sneak out of a palace? Do you reckon he had like a bush and just walked around and just sat in it? Yeah, he can transform, man. <laughs> oh, wow. Because oh, this is the point where you transform and leave. It's not, <laughs> it's not at all any of the stuff before. Well, I don't get why they didn't just decide to die earlier. They were like, now what are, what are my options again? It's die or get fucked by a 40-inch penis in front of millions of people. Forty foot Which... Which will probably kill me anyway. <laughs> Alright. While in the ship heading back, he felt something inside his pocket. It was... He felt something inside his pocket. Do you see anything wrong with that? The, the, the metal robot has a pocket? <laughs> it was a letter from Leia. He spelled Leia L-E-U-I-A. It reads... There's way too many vowels there. Um, he used most of the vowels. It reads, Optimus, we are in the middle of a war. And you and your companions too. 
But after all of this ends, please come back. Now I know who the men of my, men of my life is. It's not Solo, it you. I must stay with him after you depart. But if you come back, my arms will be open for you. Love you so I much. See, I see a love triangle developing here. I do. Wait till he gets out of that carbonite and finds and finds his girlfriend in Coitus with the 40-foot robot. Penis. Actually, I don't know. I'd probably just start jacking off if that happened. Yeah. At, at least you'd, you'd at least take a picture and be like, yeah, I need to send this to the world. The world is, <laughs> this is something that the internet needs. And the letter ends. Optimus knew he had a long battle inside the de- against the Decepticons, but one day he will make this woman happy. One day. The end. Well, um, that was... So, R2 must have been up his ass until the very end there. So, oh, no, th- no, no, throughout no, the entire, like... What do they call the war in Transformers? Um, Transform War? Yeah, anyway, whatever whatever that war is called. Uh, just keep in mind that R2-D2 was, in fact, up Optimus Prime's ass the whole time. Beeping and booping and, and like, you know... Excreting his, his what juices? Yeah, his what juices. Oh, his pleasant um, juices his, or whatever? His, um, where are we? Well, let me find it. No, something wax. The pyric wax or whatever. Um... Paraffin, paraffin wax. Dude, how can you forget that? Come on. Yeah, well, I suppose it's edible, so it's what R2-D2 was eating, because apparently he's not really a robot at all. I mean, he fucking went to school and everything. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I mean, you've got to apply some backstory. I mean, there's no way that a robot was made in a shop somewhere. So he, was, he clearly grew up on Robot Planet and went to robot school and was had a terrible life. I think we should write our own fan fiction based on R2-D2 being a robot and growing up in robot school. I don't think I'm ever going to write a fan fiction ever, just in case I become like these guys. Yeah, I think I might hang myself. But I mean, at least they provide, you know, at least like probably an hour of hour of hilariousness coming out of it, and awesome things like power love, and also putting clothes off. I'm actually quite impressed by the. Are you ready for this moment? Because I haven't ever seen that in literature anywhere, no. and I just I thought that was ingenious. It's very very modern. Yeah, it's it's really it's really pushing the boundaries, and also pushing a robot up your ass. <laughs> Um, anyway, so that's our fan fiction for this week. We will obviously definitely be um, going back to that uh, treasure trove of hilarious retardation. Um, retards are funny. And, yeah, we'll come back to this next week and do an- uh, another one. Um, all right, so that's basically the end of our show for the week. We've got one more segment, but um, first we're going to do, uh, you know, a little housekeeping. Um, basically, you want to contact us, uh, we have an e- a brand new email now. It's um, theinternetsuperheroes at gmail.com. That's theinternetsuperheroes at gmail.com. Um, you can tweet us. Uh, Eddie and I are both kind of joint running um, uh, our Twitter, which is the Net Heroes. Um, so, yeah, just look for the Net Heroes or Max, what do we put it under? Max Ed Jackman Gibson is our, um, both our names conjoined. Um, we're really good at stuff like that. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll be tweeting, um, I probably, I'll probably tweet more on my Twitter, which is, uh, at rerunaway, R-E-R-U-N-A-W-A-Y. And, um, yeah, we'll, we'll both, on both Twitters, we'll, uh, tweet the URLs for the podcast and any other information and stuff. Um, and yeah, you can check out my blog, which is, um, well, I'll tweet it, but it's mdlc at blogspot.com, I think, something like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, well, I'll put it in the um, in the post and in the Twitter. Uh, you can find my blog there, and we'll probably end up making a blog for this. I'm not sure. We're not sure how this is going to hash out, but um, yeah, we're going to make an internet empire 
Um, and not quite like the empire we just read about, but, um, you know. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, come visit us. Um, give us your internet hits. Um, email us. Send us some questions. Um, we're happy to answer anything you sent in. So even if it's just gibberish, um, we will try our best to do something with it. But, yeah, guys, so I think we both need kind of a refresh uh, for about a week after reading that terrible, terrible orphanus. Um, there's a cooldown rate. I feel time. like I just feel like my like ears are bleeding from that fucking trauma. Yeah, it's um, it's pretty. You know, it's a significant amount of um, absolute, absolute like disgusting awfulness that you can be that can be packed into one story. So um, we can't handle much more than that. Um, so I like to close out the podcast with a little segment I like to call Brie Olson's tweet of the week, which I somehow uh, dug out of the depths of Twitter. So, yeah, what do we do with this uh, segment here, Ed? Tell them. Uh, basically, we found this really classy lady on the internet called uh, Brie Olson. And she's um, she's got an interesting job. Her job kind of blows. Yeah, like, I'd, I'd say it sucks, actually. Yeah, it's a sucky, blowy job. And, um, you know, she has to put up with a lot from, like... like she she's, to, It's a very... Dominated industry. Yeah, yeah, she gets dominated a lot, and she has to take it. She really just has to take it. Yeah, like her job is a real just—it's just a real pain in the ass sometimes. But sometimes, I mean, she says it does feel good on the whole, though. Yeah, well, I I guess it would. I guess it'd be rewarding at the end, like. Yeah. I mean, mean, yeah, you you do get a payoff. I mean, and and you can you can do whatever whatever you want with it. You can yeah, cut yourself in money. Yeah, it's a good shot at some money. There's some money shots in there. There are, yeah, I mean, there's definitely a whole lot of money shots. Um, but yeah, so she's a classy lady and she's on Twitter. Um, and so we're going to alternate picking out a, a tweet of the week each week um, to end our podcast off. So, Ed, have you found one for this week? Uh, it's from the 23rd of February. And basically, uh, narrator voice, are you ready for this? Okay. Uh, I am ready for this. What, what's more painful than anal sex? I don't know what. Is this not not, okay? not getting any anal sex? Can someone come fuck me in the ass, please? <laughs> uh, oh well, dude. Um, <laughs> that's great. She's a, she's a legendary person. And there you go. Like I would quite like to meet her actually. Like I'm not necessarily making fun of her or whatever, but uh... she 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 she's the source of much humor and laughter and sordid bullshit. Um, but yeah, that's us for the week, guys. Um, you want to say goodbye to the children, Eticus? Uh, children, you should not be listening to this. Uh, like, that, that story, story time, was traumatic enough for me. My ears feel as if they have been, uh, ravished. Right. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you, if you listen to this, you, if you listen to that stuff as a child, you probably are going to end up as a fanfiction writer. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you're an adult. But, um, yeah, guys, we'll see you later. Superheroes away. Top of your booty jiggling out your team